Hey, this is Patrick with Deep Astrology. This is episode four, and I'm here to talk about Saturn going direct in Pisces tomorrow, which is Saturday, November 4th, and what that might mean for people. Um, so it's a good opportunity to talk about you know what what does what happens when Saturn meets up with uh, Neptune you know who I consider to be the the ruler of of Pisces and of course Neptune has been in Pisces for over a decade so we're, we've really been getting a lot of that Neptunian Piscean energy and um, you know when when Saturn enters the picture uh, it becomes very different, and uh, I consider these two to be polarities uh, even more so than than Uranus and Saturn. You know, which most people can consider to be polarities. Saturn being uh, having you know structure and rules, and Uranus wanting to break free from that the structures and, and the rules. And uh, you know, I have no quarrel with that. But I think the polarity between these two planetary archetypes goes even deeper. Saturn being the manifest, you know, concrete reality, and Neptune being the unmanifest, you know, those higher states of consciousness, those other dimensions, uh, you know, the imagination, the fantasy, uh, the world of the arts, uh, you know, empathic connection with with all beings you know these kinds of states are uh not very saturnian so uh i was thinking i want to read uh a section from howard sasportis book the gods of change <clears throat> and the subtitle is pain crisis and the transits of uranus neptune and pluto and Howard Sesportus, uh, you know, is, is great. If, if you haven't read him, uh, he was a compatriot of Liz Green, and they did several books together. And uh, he has several books out. Uh, sadly, he passed away fairly young. Uh, but this one, The Gods of Change, is, is a must-have, as well as this book, uh, which is uh, simply titled The Twelve Houses. And that's a great... <clears throat> sort of, uh, you know, if you want a cookbook, astrology book um, on the 12 houses, that one's excellent, but it, it really goes into depth as well. And um, yeah, so I, I highly recommend that one. But here's uh, what he says about uh, Neptune versus Saturn. And I quote, Neptune leads toward the mystical and spiritual and is easily carried away by flights of the imagination. Saturn has its feet planted firmly on the ground, in the domain of practicality and common sense. Neptune dissolves our separateness and makes us aware of that part of us which is universal and unbounded. Saturn defines our individuality, where we end and others begin. Obviously, these two energies are not the best of friends, Nonetheless, transiting Neptune in trial or sextile to Saturn, and in some cases of the transiting conjunction, 
suggests a period in our lives in which we can successfully marry intuitive or spiritual vision with practicality and everyday reality. We have compassion and empathy for those around us, but we still know when to draw the line if others should ask too much or in some way invade our boundaries. However, in the case of the transiting square in opposition and a difficult transiting conjunction, we will experience greater tension when trying to integrate or blend the contrasting energies of Neptune and Saturn. Neptunian revelations about the interconnectedness of all life can threaten that part of us which has worked so hard to build and maintain an individual identity, Saturn. We fear that acknowledging our universality means forfeiting our individuality. To some degree this is true. In order to experience our essential oneness with the rest of life, we do have to relinquish the sense of ourselves as totally separate and distinct. And yet universality which by definition means the inclusion of everything, does not exclude individuality. While not fully losing our individuality, it still is possible to recognize and experience that part of us which is universal and unbounded. I don't know, end the quote there. So, yeah, and it's important to remember these are two archetypes that are inside us. You know, they're not, it's this... You know, even though the planets are way up there in the sky, this is not being forced upon us. But uh, these energies are inside us, and the Neptune energy is is the energy that wants to transcend this plane and uh, experience something something greater, and uh, you know, get away from the this the separateness of life on earth you know which creates a lot of suffering and experience this oneness that that is a, a need or whatever you want to call it uh, an urge a desire um, inside every single one of us and at the same time we all have this Saturnian desire to assert our individuality and to be a unique individual you know so when when Saturn enters Pisces, which it did last March, you know these are the, some of the issues that are going to come up, and they're going to intensify as we get closer to the Saturn Neptune conjunction, which is going to happen. You know, I think we're going to start feeling that at the end of next year, and and then well into twenty twenty five. So you know, like any with any. Um, major aspect, you know, I like to put it into context uh, of, you know, where, where we've been, where we're, where we're going, you know, so these, the Saturnian, Saturn-Neptune polarity that we may be feeling is only going to intensify in the next couple of years, uh, you know, when they go conjunct. Um, but, you know, I've, I've, written about this i've talked about this on on uh, you know other channels and uh i think saturn coming into pisces is basically a positive thing because neptune in pisces all alone is uh is a bit imbalanced you know uh i think eric coppolino uh another astrologer said it's it's you know it's an imbalance of yin energy it's just uh it's just a lot of very sort of uh 
you know, ethereal, gossamer, uh, otherworldly energy. And so Saturn coming in forces us or asks us to to ground that and to do something with it, something something uh, practical. Uh, so, you know, starting back in March, you may have, those issues may have come up for you and it may have been around spirituality. It, it may have been around... Uh, like compassion and, and putting that compassion into some kind of practical service. And it also may have uh, been around artistic inclinations, which I haven't mentioned yet, but that's, that's a huge one with, with Neptune um, and Pisces, you know, which is that uh, the realm of imagination and expressing, you know, and it can be, you know, any, any genre really uh, works. You know, Neptune is particularly implicated with film, um, but it, it uh, could be any any genre at all. Um, so those are the three areas that I would look at in in your in your life. Uh, you know, and you know, and if you know what house it's in, I would look at that house. But I would look at um, spiritual inclinations or look at artistic inclinations and I look at inclinations to serve and have those intensified this year in terms of wanting to make them more concrete uh you know since March when Saturn entered Pisces and then I think it was in June it went retrograde so we may have had kind of a recalibration there and now with Saturn moving forward again uh you know, hopefully we're going to feel uh, like there's something's been resolved and we can uh, start to move forward again in, in whatever, uh, whichever one of those areas of life have been, you know, up for us. So that's what I would look for, you know, in the next few months. Saturn, it'll be three more months until Saturn clears the... Um, what we call the shadow period, which which are the degrees that it lost when it went retrograde. So, it, you know, we're, it'll go back uh, in early February and it will actually clear uh, that shadow period. You know, so this this will be uh, a process that's going to go through February. Um, you know, I, I'll talk about what's going on for me and... And hopefully it'll be instructive and you know so this this can not only affect the house that saturn is in but uh any any house you know if we have a sensitive point in the early degrees of any of these mutable signs so we're talking not just pisces but virgo gemini and sagittarius uh say we've got sun moon ascendant uh in those first uh, seven degrees of one of those mutable signs, uh, you know, that means that's been in play. You know, Saturn has, well, I'll take me for example, I, I've got my uh, ascendant at two degrees Virgo. So Saturn's already opposed it and it has opposed it again twice because then it moved uh, back, you know, to zero. It's at zero now. Uh, and now I'm coming up on my third, third hit on my ascendant. So, uh, and one thing the ascendant has to do with is is health 
you know, so in just lately I've taken up um, Qigong um, and I'm, I'm doing quite a bit of it, you know, because I've, um, yeah, I've had chronic fatigue for a long time and, and I, you know, I just was like, I really need to do this um, as a regular practice and so I'm doing Qigong and I'm working with this book by uh, Donna Eden uh, called Energy Medicine and there's a lot of stuff there on uh, you know working with different points you, you know you learn how to trace your meridians so I'm doing that and uh, working on different uh, points as far as um, you know if, if you got a stuck spleen meridian or whatever you know so I'm doing all this stuff and I was thinking like okay Saturn in Pisces you know that's that really fits with the Qigong and uh, I'll tell you why you know Taoism which is the spiritual philosophy which is the basis of, of Qigong and Tai Chi uh, is all about water you know if you read any Taoist texts it's all about you know basically becoming like water and and flowing uh, allowing yourself to to flow with the energy of the universe you know as if the universe is water and you're water and you're just flowing with it so um, you know if you're looking for a very Piscean spiritual path I think Taoism would be would be up there uh, at the top of that list and yet the Saturn part you know there are these exercises that are pres prescribed, you know, in Taoism, to get us in harmony with the universe. So, you know, it. Yes, on one level we're one with the universe, but on another level we've got these habits, which are actually cutting us off from the flow. So, what the 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 qigong is is about is as uh, learning new habits, which get our body back into the flow, you know, so that's the Saturn part. Um, so, yeah, and that, you know, you can kind of take that as a metaphor and apply that to, you know, any kind of spiritual tradition that, that you may have been thinking of doing or, you know, any, you know, it, it certainly applies to art as well. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think, uh, Saturn and Pisces is great, and I, I think it's a great opportunity to kind of uh, ground and manifest, you know, some of the, the spiritual ideals that we have, or the compassion, or the the artistic uh, ideas that we have, uh, you know, because they don't do any good if they're just sort of out there in the ethers. And, you know, that's, that's the thing with Neptune, you know, Neptune is sort of a, you know, about these realities, but it, it it doesn't promise to actually manifest anything on this plane. So we need other archetypes, so we can manifest Neptune, and and Saturn is the perfect archetype. And so I see these two uh, planets working together in the next couple of years, and I think um, you know they could be very beneficial for a lot of people you know not to say that there won't be challenges you know I mean Howard's the sport has talked about that you know it's it's definitely going to feel uh, 
challenging at times because, uh, yeah, there's part of us that just, you know, would like to just hang out, hang out in La La Land, you know, and, uh, and Saturn comes along and says, you know, that's not good enough. You know, we got to get off our butt and, and, you know, make this, make this real, you know, make these spiritual aspirations real or make these artistic inclinations real or, or make these, uh, feelings of, of empathy, you know, do something with them. You know, Pisces is the sign of, of empathy. Um, you know, so that's certainly, uh, one thing that Saturn is going to ask people to do when it's when it's in the sign of Pisces is to to take that empathy and 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 to put it put it into practice so yeah um you know so that's that's my take on uh Saturn in Pisces and and Saturn going direct and you know I'll be talking about it more because it's going to be in there and like I said that um you know, that's a pretty big uh, outer planet conjunction coming up uh, end of next year, I think, or, you know, beginning of 2025. So we'll be we'll be watching uh, these two planets and, and talking about them more as, as we go on. And we're getting through uh, what, you know, some people might call uh, retrograde season. And uh, just a short word on that. Um, you know, there is no retrograde season uh, you know, but what it is is that all the outer planets from Jupiter on out um, are in a smaller slice of the sky, and so they all tend to go retrograde at the same time because it, it's, you know, about their relative angle with, with the sun. So uh, that's all that is, and, you know, as the planets start to break apart, you know, like there's kind of a pileup, and as that pileup starts to break apart, uh, you know, there'll be less of a retrograde season and, you know, the retrogrades will be more spread out, but yeah, they, they are piled up right now. And it, you know, I don't, I don't care if you want to call it a retrograde season, but, you know, I just wanted to, (laughs) just wanted to clarify that, that, uh, you know, there, there is technically no such thing as a retrograde season. Uh, anyway, so I think I'll leave it there and um, hope uh, this finds you well and uh, I will see you next time. All right, take care.